With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, so today uh, we're talking about, and I'm going to be probably moving around, so I'm just going to turn the microphone off. What's that? Lights, absolutely. That way you guys can see. So I'm going to be moving around. That way I keep people nervous. That way you think I might be coming over to talk to you. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're not going to do that. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't invade people's personal space, okay? But I do, I like to move around when I talk, and I like to move my hands because then it helps people to pay attention to what I'm saying and doing. You guys are like, how long is he going to move his hand like that, right? Yes. Sometimes, yes, I always talk with my hands a lot. Yeah, just talk to my wife and she'll tell you that that's the case. Okay, so today we're going to be in Ephesians chapter 5 and uh, verse uh, 17 and 18 and uh, somewhere in there. So if you want to go there, you can, but I really want you to listen to me. One of the things that I say all of the time and even put it in one of my gospel tracts, are you sick and tired of being lied to? Are you sick and tired? Are you really sick and tired of being lied to? Because the truth is, is that the level to which you are sick and tired of being lied to is the same level to which you are going to engage with God and you are going to grow in your faith and you're going to grow in a way that's beyond anything you've ever experienced before. Because until you're sick and tired of where you are, you're never going to want to move somewhere different. Okay? Okay? We've talked about this before. The easiest way (laughs) to boil a frog, what do you do? You put him in the water and the water is nice and warm and cool. It's perfect temperature. And then you just turn the heat up a little bit, a little bit at a time. And eventually it gets really hot. And by by the time it gets too hot, the frog has already started to cook. Okay. I know everybody in here has had stuff in your life that when you were first involved in it, you were like, yeah, this is working. This is working. This relationship is working for me, right? This job is working for me. This, you know, uh, my sports team won. Oh, isn't that amazing, right? But then what happens? (laughs) The rug gets pulled out from under you and it doesn't work as good as you thought it was going to work. So the reason I, th- I thought to talk about you guys about this today was I was driving on a road doing my bus route and I looked over at a sign from a liquor store. And this liquor store sign said, Cash Wise Liquor. Cash had a, instead of an S, it had dollar sign. And wise, instead of an S, it had a dollar sign. Right? 
So if you're really a savvy, a savvy shopper, you're going to go to cash wise liquor. Is that true? Or is that a lie, my friends? It's a bold-faced lie. You may save money on the liquor in that liquor store compared to buying it somewhere else, but it is not wise to consume large amounts of alcohol, my friends. Okay? Are you sick and tired of being lied to? I am sick and tired of being lied to. All the time. We talked about it before, about these, these commercials, you know. It's like, you've got these wonderful looking, beautiful people saying, we create our own future. Oh, really? How exactly do you do that? If you could really create your own future and you could prove that you could do it, wouldn't you like be like, not here? If you could create your own future, would you really be on earth? Come on. I mean, TV likes to tell you, oh, isn't it wonderful? I got this now nice house and I got this. Trust me, I've been in I've been in people's homes. Okay? I've been in people's homes. I used to work for a company where it was called dry drivers. And when people would drink too much, rather than getting an Uber, what they would do is they would pay money. And then I would come and I would drive them home in their own car. And while they have way too much alcohol in their system, they're talking to me and trust me, they have no filter. So trust me, they were not satisfied. They were not happy. And I would pull these people up and I would pull up to these really nice million dollar houses, million dollar houses. And I would drop them off and I watch them as they would kind of like stumble. <laughs> it makes you chuckle, but is it really funny? It's not funny. It's sad. If you continue to put stuff in your mouth and it does not satisfy you and you keep thinking if I do the same thing later on, it'll still work then you are not wise like that cash-wise liquor store says you are. You are actually foolish. Because we know the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. And I'm not saying this because I am so high and mighty and pious. Trust me, in my own life, I have areas in my life where over time, God has thankfully completely freed me from certain things. But when I was younger, I kept doing the same thing over and over again. And I knew, I knew in my mind the right thing to do. But everybody in here knows that knowing the right thing to do and doing the right thing are two totally different things, right? So we're going to look at God's Word. We want to be wise in God's eyes. Not wise in our own eyes. Thank you. Wise in God's eyes, not in our own eyes. So let's go to uh, Ephesians chapter 5. 
verse 15, it says, So then, walk circumspectly. You guys know what that means? <laughs> I love this. My mom, when I lived in England, or in, in Kenya, actually, I was really little. Um, but my mom, obviously, was, they were missionaries. My mom and dad were missionaries in Kenya. I was little, and my mom would tell, the, tell me the story. In, in that part of the country, crime is really bad. And so what they do to keep people from breaking into your house, when they build your house and they do the outside wall, kind of like around your backyard, there's like a gate that's locked. And then there's, a, there's kind of a wall. And when they put the cement in, while the cement on the top of the wall is still uh, wet, they put pieces of glass. Yes, all the way around. And what that does is it keeps robbers from, you know, jumping over the fence. Yeah, it works really good. Well, walking circumspectly is one day my mom watched a cat. And there was a cat that was walking across the top of the wall. And the cat was just like, okay, I'll put my paw here and I'll put my paw here. And the cat was totally walking circumspectly, avoiding the glass. And yet moving in the way that the cat needed to walk. So this passage of scripture is telling us that as you decide to follow Jesus, you need to be very circumspect. You need to be very careful. You don't just kind of go, oh, I'm going to go do this. Or I'm going to go do this. Everything you want to do in your life, before you even think about doing it, the first thing you do is you, ta- you talk to God about it. You say, God, what do you want me to do? Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do? In a couple of minutes, we're going to be talking about being filled with the Holy Spirit. But so many people think that you can walk circumspectly in your own strength. And my friends, you cannot. You need Jesus Christ. You need the Holy Spirit to fill you up and enable you to walk as God is calling you to walk. Okay? So, walk circumspectly. And then, verse 16, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Raise your hand if you agree the days are evil. I see a lot of hands in the air. I see one person with two hands. I agree. I'd put my feet in the air if I could, but then I'd fall down. <laughs> we are in evil days, my friends. You got people telling you that right is wrong and wrong is right. You got people telling you that, you know what, it's like, eh, you know, I get, you know, pedophilia, you know, it's not really that bad. You know, I mean, like sexually abusing children. Oh, it's not really that bad. We have a we have a now Supreme Court justice who let people who were doing that kind of stuff off easy. That's where we are in our world. We just, that doesn't matter. Kids are abused. Kids are stepped on and devalued. The other day I met somebody for the first time and it was in another work environment. I'm not going to go into details. I literally, it was, it was a female and she was African American, and I just was. She was walking in my area, and it was in a work setting. It wasn't. I wasn't on the street, okay. I, you know, 
She walks by, and I'm, I'm friendly. Somebody walks by, I'm going to say hi and introduce myself, right? So she walks by, and I introduced myself and said, hi, I'm Luke. She went, hi. That was it. And then later on, somebody else, she was talking with somebody else briefly, and the person said, I'm, I'm so-and-so, and then they asked, what's your name? And wouldn't even give her name. That's the culture that we're in right now, okay? People are so afraid of being abused, having their identity stolen, all kinds of... I don't blame people for not wanting to give their name in our current culture. There is just so much evil going on. So, we, our days are evil. But we need to redeem the time. And everybody knows redeem means what? To buy back. Right? God redeems us. Oh, I'm so thankful that he's done that. I'm so thankful that Jesus came and died on the cross to redeem us, to buy us back so we can go back to to heaven and go back to God. But when you're going to redeem time, what does that mean? You buy back. So basically, you look at your time. You look at, the, you look at the, the raw materials of your life. Your talent, your money. It's not just talking about time. It's about everything. You look at everything in your life that's of value, and you say, you know what? I want everything that's in my life to be used, not for what I used to use it for, which is for myself, to try to make myself look good, to try to get what I wanted, but instead, I'm going to use it for God. I'm going to use it in service. That's what it means to redeem the time. So what we do is we say to God, God, I am sick and tired of doing things for myself. I want to serve you. I'm sick and tired of trying to fight my own battles. Instead, I'm going to let you fight my battles. I'm sick and tired of trying to protect my reputation. Instead, I'm going to let you protect my reputation. I'm going to say, I don't care. I don't care what people think of me. I don't care if people shoot me in the face. I don't care. I am going to do what God has called me to do. And I'm definitely not going to do it perfectly. But I am going to do it humbly. That is how we redeem the time. Because the days are evil. So then verse 17, it says, Therefore do not be unwise. But understand what the will of God is for you. Again, we've said this. Unwise people are people who think they're wise. Wise people are people that know on their own they're not wise. Okay? Again, let's go back to our sign that was lying to us. Cash, wise, liquor. I've done the statistics. You know when somebody is, is high on alcohol and they're drunk? It actually burns holes in their brain. Little tiny holes in their brain. Okay? I have talked with people who have died of liver cancer. It is agony, my friends. And trust me, you, want, you don't want to have any part of that. So again, 
when somebody has a store that's making money off the fact that people will abuse something and then it'll cause all that kinds of problems. It's like, that is so sad. And, and then the part that just drives me crazy is the, the frugal person says, you know what? Hey, if I get my liquor cheaper, I can get more drunk, right? Because it's all about saving the money. But no one talks about, well, how much does it cost if you get a DWI? Oh, I don't know. It costs lots of money. And then you lose your license. And then what do you, how much does your insurance cost when you have a DWI? Oh, I don't know. Your insurance kind of goes up. So is it really wise? Again, I don't think I have to belabor the point. But are you sick and tired of being lied to? I am. So here. Therefore, do not be unwise. The most unwise statement of all time. If it feels good, do it. Right? That's what our current culture does. And we've done, we've done, Billy Crone has talked about Satanism. And that is the core belief of Satanism. Do what you want. It's all about what you want. If it feels good to me, then I'm going to do it. And I'll tell you, my friends, that is the most unwise thing you'll ever do. And the only reason I know that that's the most unwiser thing you'll ever do isn't because I've always perfectly followed it and never done the wrong thing. It's because I've done the wrong thing and every time it blew up in my face. And finally I learned. I got sick and tired and I said, Jesus, here's the deal. You got to clean me up. You got to change me. You got to transform me. You got to help me. And that's how we come to the end of verse 17. Understand what the will of God is. Not your will, what God's will is for you. And there's a lot of things that I don't know about you. I don't know if it's God's will that you go. You know, as a missionary somewhere, I don't know if it's God's will what job you have. I don't know if it's God's will whether you have a job, whether you get married, whether you stay single. I don't know what God's will is for you with all of those external things. All of those are externals. Okay? But I do know what God's will is for you. And we can see that in verse 18. This is what God's will is for you. It's so simple. Do not be drunk with wine, which is dissipation, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's it. That's God's will for you. Now, of course, if you've never received Jesus' forgiveness for your sins, it's impossible to be filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Because being filled with the Holy Spirit means be under the influence of, okay? So in the same way, when somebody drinks too much or they use dope of some kind, they're under the influence of that chemical. In the same way, in the exact same way, God wants you to be under the influence of the Holy Spirit. And the wonderful thing about this verse is the Greek in this verse, it actually doesn't mean a one time. It actually means be being filled. It's a continual thing. 
Be being filled with the Holy Spirit, just like breathing. You're filled. Everybody, breathe in real quick for me right now. You're being filled. You're filling your lungs with oxygen. Okay. But I know there is not. Oh no, I made her yawn. Oh my goodness. There is not one person. There is not one person in this room that when you wake up in the morning, you breathe really hard for five minutes, and then you go, oh, "Okay, I'm good for the day." Doesn't happen. You have to constantly be breathing in the same way that you breathe in air. Breathing in and being filled with the Holy Spirit is what God is calling you to do. And I'm going to lead you in. It just, it never stops. It never stops. Be being filled. You continue to draw upon the Holy Spirit. And just a little thing here. Dissipation, that's a big word that just means, like we said before, uh, a repeating thing that never works. Um, Failure uh, or or, uh, um, not learning from your mistakes or or expecting different results. That's what dissipation means. It basically means it's something that you think it works, but it doesn't work. Okay? You guys have heard my story. You guys have heard my story about the wolf and how you can kill a wolf in the wild. You take a knife and you put some deer's blood on it, and then you stick the hilt of the knife down in the ground, and then the wolf smells the blood, and they come and they start licking the blood. And then after a while, they get through all of the deer's blood, and then they start cutting their own tongue on the sharp knife, and eventually you find a dead wolf in the snow. I trust me, my friends, all of the stuff of this life all of the temptations, all of the stuff that's saying to you, come over here, do this, do this, drink this, snort this, drink this. Oh, the high life. Yeah, that's another lie. Miller high life, really. Really. It's a high life, really. I know so many people whose entire lives have been destroyed by drunk people who are after that high life. It may give you a high life for a while, but what does it do to everybody else around you? Trust me, my friends, you don't want to go there. Here's what it says. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit. And again, it's just so simple. In the same way that you would take something into your body that would give you an artificial high. Instead, you decide to taste and see that he is good. God's word says that. Taste and see that I am good. Amen. Right? And all the only way you do that is in prayer. The only way that you do that is simply when you're by yourself, you come to God humbly in your heart and you say, God, you know what? I'm sick and tired of trying to do stuff myself. I'm sick and tired of being lied to. I'm sick and tired of doing all this stuff that does not satisfy. None of the stuff satisfies. I'm sick and tired of being lied to. I want to come to you. I want First of all, for you to forgive me of all my sin. If you've already done that, then what you do is you say, God, help me to learn how to be being filled with the Holy Spirit. Help me, Jesus, to say no 
to the stuff that I need to say no to. And help me to say yes to what you want me to say yes to. Help me, Jesus, to be satisfied by you and by you alone. It's just that simple. So I'm going to lead us in a prayer. So I want you to close your eyes. If it helps you, I want you to actually use your imagination. And again, my eyes are closed. I want every eye closed here. This is not about other people. This is not about anybody else. This is about you and God. God is offering you that blessing that we heard on that song. God wants to bless you, but he will not bless you if you don't let it in. Just like if somebody offers you a really sweet something that's good for you and you don't take it, you will not receive the benefit of it. So right now in this moment, I want you to take your left hand. I want all the eyes closed again. And I want you to take and I want you to imagine that you are receiving the gift of the Holy Spirit, filling you full and satisfying everything that you need with him. And then I want you to put it to your lips. Like you're actually tasting and seeing that God is good. Jesus, help us. Help us to grow step by step, moment by moment, in what it means to not be drunk with wine or any other things that want to influence us. The list is a really long list. But instead, help us, Jesus, to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Help us to continually... With every breath, be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what we want in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.